Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood sub-genres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bootleg Kev Show, special guest in here. Going crazy with his new single. Yes, sir. Featuring Jeremiah's called Freak It. Yeah. The album comes out September 30th. Yeah. We got Joe Moses. Yeah. One of these LA pillars in here, man. Come on, man. You know, you know who inspired the album too? That nigga Jizzle. Who? YG. Oh, he did. We had a show the other night in Orange County. Do you guys? Is the album coming out the same day as YG's? Yeah. So you guys, that's a good day for LA hip hop. Come on, man. He was like, bro. we we ran into each other at the show, and we was backstage just chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? And we just was chopping it up just about what we need to be doing, as far as mm-hmm. me and him, like. Nobody else doing it. Me and you need to be doing this. He like, I'm dropping on 30. I said, fuck, I'm going to drop on the 30 or two. He said, bro, we got to. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that was Yeah, just... I mean, you, YG, Ty, we were just talking a bit. Like, you guys really are like an era of this L.A. shit. Like, you guys really kept L.A. alive for Facts. the goats. A very long time. I think I think it's, it's at an era where it's like, and let me take that back. Um... YG and Ty didn't accomplish more than me, so I'm not gonna even put that goat thing on myself. I, I'm real, like honest and real. YG Mustard and Ty have accomplished a lot more than Joe Moses, so I'm not the goat. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just a staple. I'm a factor. You're a, you're a pillar. I'm a pillar. LA. Definitely. So that's I'm I'm so hard on myself, bro. Like you know what I mean? Um, for all the good reasons, though. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube is the goat. Dr. Dre is the GOAT. Snoop Dogg is the GOAT. Too Short, E-40, them are GOATs. DJ Quick, those are GOATs. We just, and I can say Ty and and, and YG and Mustard have accomplished way more than Joe Moses, so I can can call them the GOATs too. I'm not afraid to give my friends their props. Of course. I'm the next one to have that GOAT status. I was going to tell, like, like, what has been going on the last couple of years? Because I totally didn't, was it, it's been two or three years that you've dropped. Nah, facts. Um, you've been doing so much. You've been building up the youth football program. Yeah. You've been launching businesses. Yeah. You have a restaurant. Yeah. You got the shoe company. Yeah. Um, but you've, I mean, clearly you've also been recording a lot, but yeah. I feel like you've just been kind of a little bit more focused on building a bunch of other shit outside of rap. Is that safe to say? Yeah, it's safe to say that 
I want to have something to fall back on. Which is smart. And I, I need I started um I've wasted a lot of money. So, you know, the forties and the thirties and a hundred thousand is that you get, two hundred thousand. I start thinking real smart and thinking positive with this money instead of me blowing it in a club every night and, and not accomplishing nothing but a beer right. belly. Right, right, right. <laughs> Let me start investing my my money. Yeah. Yeah. So like first of all, the shoes. Crazy. This is a very like I can't even wrap my head around what it would take to like create a shoe. Yeah. How hard is that? Like, do you have to go find like manufacturers? Yeah. Do you, like, are they coming from Asia? Like, like yeah. actually, they are. It says made in China. Yeah. China, so, China. so my boy was a close friend to me. He used to work at LRG. He called me and said his family. I ain't gonna say his name because they ever try to take your plug. So he called me. It was like my family do shoes. They'll be out here. Do you want to do a shoot? You you always used to talk about you want to do a shoot. You have a design. I had this design five years ago. Okay. And I'm like, um, we sat down. We had a meeting, and we put the whole play together. And I sent him my first idea. My first idea basically was like, I want to do a fashionable. I want to do a fashionable shoe, a Chuck, but something to my culture. Mm-hmm. Like a Dior, like a Chuck. You know what right. I mean? I want to put them both together. That's why you got the big, the big top. That's why you don't have the black thing right. here. That's why you got the UGG kind of feel in the inside. It's so okay. comfortable on the inside. You know what I'm saying? So I damn near spent like seventy five, eighty thousand just on my samples. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Just getting everything together. It's on a the, hard business to get into. We always hear people do a clothing line. The shoe line is like, it's um, such a fucking hard thing to break into because there's just the big dogs. The there's detail. The, so you'll think Joe Moses put out a shoe like, you'd be like, dog, oh, but you see the details in this shit. Like, it's detail. Like, so where do you sell these at? On my own. I got a store. Okay. So we got a store in Bellflower. Um, we sell them on, on the internet and we sell them on our website. We sell them in the store. At my shows and my concerts. Are you trying to get them in like chic or? I would love to get them in chic. I would love to get them in Bloomies. I would love right. I mean, Zoomies, um, Bloomingdale's. I would love to get them in in the big spots. I haven't reached that, or I don't know anybody that reached out to me yet. But I sell these shoes for two hundred dollars. Shit, that's a win. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Backpacks, everything. Going up. And and not only do I do shoes though, so I'm I'm big in the football community also. So I sell cliques, black back flaps, mouthpieces, gloves. You know, and that's yeah. when I'm trying to get my partners on, like, bro. Well, because you are for people who don't know, you're not just big in the football. I mean, you're kind of one of those guys when it I'm comes a, to the youth youth football in LA. It's a it's a it, the new generation, it's a couple of guys and you're I, coaching, you're you have teams under you where you're helping develop these kids, mm-hmm. like um, First of all, how did that even like get started? Because I mean, we always hear Snoop, you yeah. know, who's kind of the guy who like we look to in that world. But yeah. like, you've been on it for. So Snoop is the kind of guy that looked up to like my dad. You know, my dad coached football and bass and people from just different places. We all looked up to Snoop, somebody, and then yeah. you got to think like Snoop was around when I was a kid coaching youth football. His kids was around mm-hmm. Rolling Heights Raiders, so we would see. That and, and I never thought I was to be a rapper back then. You know what I'm saying? I was a football player. Right. I played football, played basketball, baseball. So I was just an athlete. My pops, I seen the way my pops um, ventured off to this, and it kept him out the way. Mm. It kept him. My pops had a free mind when football season came. You know what I'm saying? So this kept my pops alive. Nice to be like, damn, this nigga 
really want to coach football. These kids, what you what you see in this? And it's really fun. You know what I'm saying? And that was my fulfilling passion. Fulfilling too, right? It's, it's fun, man. It's fulfilling. And it, I'm like giving back in my own way. And, you know, these kids don't know me as Joe Moses. They know me as Coach Joe. You know what I'm saying? And I started my own chapter. I just went off on a limb. First and foremost, I put in work with the chapter I grew up playing with. You know, I'm definitely big on loyalty. So I went back to the same chapter I grew up playing with. Wow. And it was my family still was running uh, the chapter. And... um I stayed there for like five or six years, and we didn't have our differences. It's just I wanted something different, and they was a little bit older, and they didn't see my vision. And then I started my own chapter. I didn't hate. I didn't do anything. I just, you know, got their blessings. You know what? I want to, you know, we going different ways and how the vision supposed to look. I didn't put in work these right. last five years. Let me just go on my own way, and I'm going to start a chapter, but I'm going to still be in the same league. Can I get y'all blessings? Mm. They gave me the blessings. I went on, started the LA Chiefs, and the rest is history. I put in the work the first two years. We took ass whoopings, and people laughed at us. Shit. I came in the room. They, Joe, what you want to do? Uh, um, I bet 100 push-ups. We whoop y'all ass. Woo. I'm like, damn, like that? Okay. I took my ass whoopings the first, two, first year. I took my ass whoopings in Snoop. The next year was pandemic. Pandemic, I still play football. Mm. At the pandemic, we whooped everybody out. We went, we traveled, we played travel ball. We went um, Vegas. We went to Arizona. We went to San Francisco. We went to the Bay Area, Sacramento. We went to Texas. We played like real football. You know what I'm saying? So I got that experience. We end up being a ranked team, and then the next year, Snoop opened back up because Snoop wasn't open up in pandemic. We they opened back up and. The rest is history. Last you year. beat Snoop? Yeah. 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 He know what's up, huh? He know he what's knows. up. And we played we play on the 17th. That that Super Bowl game, we played the first game of the season Ooh. against Snoop, against Snoop team. Because Snoop's not like, you're a little bit more hands-on at this point than Snoop is, right? Because Snoop's got so much shit going on. Yeah, yeah, pretty You much. were like, yo, I'd love to come to the club, but I have a game this time, this time, this time. Like, yeah. So are you coaching? Because for people who don't know, so like if you have a chapter... Is it like within that chapter, there's a team for each age group? Yeah. So we got, so my chapter got seven teams. We got six U, we got eight U, we got two AU teams, we got a nine U, we got a 10 U, we got 11 U, and a 12 U. And on those, uh, uh, I think out of all those teams, I coach on four teams. Damn. I coach nine U, 10 U, 11 U, and 12 U. So you're busy. And and I, I, I mean, I'm a president. My, one of my best friends is the coach on 6U and 8U. So he went down from coaching on my team to coach, and he was successful last year. We won three champions, three championships last year. Your and, chapter? Yeah, yeah. We, went, we, went to, we won two nationals last year. And we've, we've just, like, we got national ranked teams. Like, we've beaten national rank number one in the nation team. So I got about four teams in my chapter that's ranked na- nationally. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like number one in the nation, number number three in the nation, number four in California, number number. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So we've been building, man. Shout out to my whole chapter. Shout out to my parents, my coaches, my staff, and my kids. They love. I'm talking about. I got chief kids, chief babies. They don't want to be nothing else. Because in this new day and era, in this new youth football, everybody want to combine and join right. forces. It's kind of like the rap game. Yeah. When you hot, they they messing with you. When you cold, they not. So you got parents that's like. 
well, y'all didn't win. I ain't, I'm taking my baby somewhere else. You're not teaching the kids nothing. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I teaching got, them how to push through adversity and I, get better. And I got parents that's been with me since we was taking them ass whoopings. Yeah. And then we just added more kids. We're not a chapter either that accept all the great kids. I might accept all the linemen, but skills, I don't want I want to develop the kids that I got. And you got a lot of you got a lot of hate in, in the football society. We ain't gonna go. I on can that imagine. Page. I can imagine, bro. Listen, especially on me. I can imagine. They there ain't nothing it. like uh, parents whose kids play sports. They, I ain't gonna even lie to you, bro. The the things that I see and the things that I'm subjective to see, I be sitting there like, and I'm 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 so indebted in it because I love it. Like it's a passion for me. It's more of a peace. It's more leaving the streets when I get to practice. It's like oh. I, I love seeing my babies. Like I love seeing my kids. These are my kids. But you got so much hate that they put on Joe Moses, and it's just like we've made so much of an impact these last couple of years. They gonna hate, and a lot of people um, are they not they not ready for that. A lot of people in my chapter be like, man, what's, I'll be like, bro, that's just we successful. Yeah. We got the best chapter in California. Period. Anybody will tell you anybody in you football, they'll be like the Chiefs, hands down, family orientated, the way they move. The way they parents are, mm-hmm. like we got the best chapter in, in, in chief football. What is the wildest shit you've seen from a parent at a game? Um, at a parent at a game, because we always see like viral videos of like parents fighting or something. Just there's a lot of crazy shit going on. Yeah, probably fighting. You know what I'm saying? Fights. Fighting. I've seen I've seen teams lose and parents fight each other. I've seen I've seen a lot in youth football. Like I won't go really into it because I don't want to put a bad stigma on youth youth football, especially in in the chapter that we in SYFL. It's more of a family orientated. Like you take a loss, we'll be in the parking lot still popping, you know. Right. But outside of that, outside of SYFL, right. no disrespect to nobody else. I'm just not as passionate for outside of SYFL. Like I love SYFL. I'm all for SYFL. Snoop, you, you what Snoop has, has done for me. I would never, you know what I'm saying, never leave his side. I would never try to start my own. Like, he's done a lot for me and always giving me the game and the wisdom and always, you know, everybody else. Like, I got love for everybody else outside of Snoop, but the family orientated. Outside of Snoop, it's like chaos. Oh, really? Yeah. Shout it's out like, to Snoop, man. Yeah, outside of Snoop, you know, I'm just being honest with you, it's like it's like chaotic. Like, everybody's like every man for themselves, and that's not – like, you know what I'm saying? I'm for the kids. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm passionate about it. Like, if you your son was on my team and you leave my team, I might not talk to you for six months. Jesus. I'm just passionate about my kids. And, and I built my kids. It's a difference when you build your kids. Right. Like, I built, I built, like, you get you football now, it's like you build a kid. And as you building a kid, it's like they get the success. And then, and then another, might... another coach might see him now, but they're on a better team. And Come and on over here. Come on over here. Because we losing over here. It's like, I built this kid. Nobody believed in this kid. Like, I built this kid. Now, all of a sudden, you want to take the kids away from me. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's kind of bad. It's kind of bad. But it's a great thing. I can though. imagine. I'll be stressed out. Um, we're talking about, obviously, you know, the era of Mustard, Ty, yeah, you, yeah. YG. Who do you look to as, like, the current day version of that in L.A.? Um of us or is there is it is that even exist i can't even i can't even put no i can't even put no title on nobody yet right but i love what everybody is doing yeah like obviously there's been artists who've had like crazy individual success like a roddy rich so blast but i just mean in terms of i, I don't know if there's like a there's no movement a real unit no that's so like so top let me, to bottom like, so let geez. me speak on that so why i say that's because 
before YG was cracking, he had Pusha Ink. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Before Joe Moses was cracking, I had AOB. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was it was those two units. And everybody else in between, you had A2Y, you had Lay Me Crack Ready with AV that got the money dance yep. and all of them. Shout it, out to it, AV. It, 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 it was us. So we built, we, we used to be in parties together going crazy in the parties. It was a, a movement. They had their crew. We had our crew. They had their crew. And we went to part like we didn't care about Hollywood. We was in the in the in the trenches in a hot ass function, going crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't seen nobody do that. Like these people are getting success off of what we built. Think about it. Everybody learned from our mistakes. So they jumped. A lot of people jumped the line. I, that don't mean they ain't worked. Right. I'm not saying that because Blast, I definitely knew Blast well, no, back Blast in the day. Been doing this thing for years. Blast was with Tiu. He yeah. was with a crew. Yeah, he you understand what I'm saying? And um. But everybody else, like, like learned, okay, I don't want to do that, boom, 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 and got on like that. We really was, like, in the trenches, like, sweating in hot-ass hot parties and really going crazy. You I also, I mean? too, feel like uh, you guys early on made, like, a concerted effort to, like, make, like, function music. That's, that's what it was because we was in the functions. It was like, yo, you guys made records that, like, I mean, damn. I mean, Do It For The Ratchets is, you know, all-time fucking... They don't. They don't even. They don't even treat Joe Moses like I'm the goat. They don't, I mean, I can I got. You just said you weren't word. the goat. Okay. They don't even treat me like. Like you ain't Joe Moses. Man, you'll get a promoter and be like, "Hey, Joe, can we get you for fifteen hundred? I'll be like, "Bro, did you just see this DJ post all these hits of my songs?" Oh, I just saw that. Yeah. Shout out to him too. Uh, that DJ. He's. I forget Charlie his. Cinco. Charlie. Yeah, Cinco. he be posting all the LA yeah, shit. Come on, bro. They're the greatest but hits. But I got mad at him too, and I'm not mad at him. Literally. It, like like I say, I'm not the GOAT. Everybody don't deserve a greatest hits because you're not there yet. Everybody don't deserve that. Like Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. He's getting everyone a greatest yeah, you hits. Yeah, sure. you got to stop putting... The, the, the problem is now we put everybody in the same situations in the same categories. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't deserve that that look yet. You know what I'm saying? Some, some people you got to save for... I've been in it 11... 10, 11 years. Some right. people you got to save for their 10th year. Where are you going to be at your 10th year? I can still say I'm still right here with Bootleg Kev, yeah. putting out music, putting out successful music. I'm still consistent. Everybody don't deserve that. Right, right, I right. never told him this, but I was sitting there like, bro, everybody don't deserve a, 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 a greatest hits. A TikTok. Everybody don't deserve a greatest hits. I mean, it's like a TikTok. It's a cool TikTok idea. He's yeah. trying to help out LA, you know? It's not bad. I, I'm, I ain't mad at it. I'm, I'm not mad at it, but I, I just... I just don't like when people put other people in the same categories. Like you know who I'm, I, I like right now is like obviously the Blue Bucks guys because I My feel guys. like they're making dope club records and I feel like they're very like if uh, they just sound to me like really unique. They got a unique flow. They got a unique way that they're doing shit. They're my guys. Drake just co-signed them, which was dope. They don't listen. We love Drake, but they was co-signed before Drake. For sure. Joe, Joe Moses co-signed them. For sure. That's L.A. I'm just, you, let I'm me just ask you this: real. As somebody who is a LA pillar, how much did it help when you had guys like a Future come in and co-sign like what you were doing officially? It just made it better for the women. The women was like, "Oh, Future for messing with Joe." I'm, it, it just makes the eye look better, and it, and that's sad though. I was I was a somebody before Future came and said anything, mm -hmm. but Future put more light on Joe Moses. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's sad in your own area where. Like promoters didn't open up to me until Future came and start coming to my my, my clubs with me, or mm. I start I start thugs start pulling up with me, him and Gunner start jumping out of the club. So they like, hey Joe, we want to book Joe Mo's for this party, this party too, woo, because 
Gunner might show up, Thug might show up, G Herbo might show up, Ty Dolla Sign might right. show up. Like, bro, I've been bringing out the whole city for years and years at a time. It's only facts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I speak facts. What do you feel uh, like right now? Because like, since the pandemic came and went, a uh, bunch of clubs closed. Then I feel like the nightlife scene is kind of interesting in LA right now. How do you Tr- feel about it? I mean, I you know, Adib is my brother. I talked to Adib the other day, and I was I was so frustrated with him. He like what? And that's my brother. When I say this, I'm passionate enough to say it because, like, I love these guys. Yeah. Like, Adib, I, I, he probably one of the only people I come in the club, he like, bro, don't spend no money tonight. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So we need people like that. But I was frustrated with him the other day. And I, I text him. He like, LA Function, you coming? And I'm like, I don't see myself on no flyer. He like, brother, I've been waiting on you to come. I, I try to set up with your manager. I'm like, bro, how you have an LA Function without the LA guys? Right. Like, how you have an L.A. function without L.A.? I think, uh, was this the one that was just a bunch of DJs? I don't know what it was, but... Because I know they did an L.A. function, and it was like... I am L.A. Tons of DJs. I, I didn't see any artists on it. Maybe uh, I'm tripping, right? I am. Yeah. When I say this, I'm respected because I speak truth and I speak reality. I don't come on no microphone and bootleg cave show to speak down on anybody else. Right. I just speak the truth. Mm-hmm. I am LA. It's only facts. It's only a couple of people that really represent LA. Like, bro, it's no way in hell why you're doing an LA function that I'm not on an LA function. Or the guys that do represent LA the right way is on an LA function. It's no way in hell that. Could that be because maybe they don't know? Because look, at the end of the day, like I said, you've been building up so much other shit. Nah, that's cap. Freak, it's been out for two months, yeah. month and a half. No, I came to the LA function and spent some dough. I just mean in terms of like, maybe you're not put like like it would make sense if you put out some music yeah. at the same time, or if you had music out like, I'm, I just I'm, I just I'm, I, I've been like just a, a as nobody like, put music out that was that they was booking. I thought Except it was all for, DJs though. No, they have they have blue bucks. They have blue bucks the first yeah. day. I'm like, thinking of that of the day he's thinking about. Huh? There was like the big LA Function Festival and it was just all DJs. No, they had blue bucks the first day. Blue Bucks is from LA. They had Blue Bucks the first day. I'm talking about. They didn't have them on the flyer. They had a beta LA too, so they had Kamaya. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about. I don't think they were on the flyer. Even with no music out, who don't want to come see two hours of Joe Mo? I can perform for two hours. I got hits. Like, I just think that, like, at least the flyers I've seen have been all DJs. I don't think they were booking talent. Maybe I'm I'm telling you for sure. I knew. They just come and perform. Like, OT and all of them. They were just. Yeah. I think Fools were just pulling up. That's that's what makes it bad. They were just Why you didn't book RJ? Why he That's what I'm saying. He got he got he don't have to drop tomorrow. He got consistent records to still turn up the LA function. I think they booked. I just think they booked DJs. No, I'm telling you, they not. You you wanna? That's what I mean. Yo, has Brian Sampson been blowing you up? Nah, he blowing you up. <laughs> Yo, I'm in man. the middle of an interview, bud. What the fuck can I do for you? Where you at? Are you outside? Do you need someone to let you in, Brian Sampson? No. Fuck off then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the guy you got to hang around with working your record. That fucking fat Shout fuck. out to Brian. Shout no, out to Brian. fuck Brian. <laughs> working my record like a month. Shout he out to Brian. He is working it. He is working your record. Um, Hey, what up? It's Boulay Kev. We got to stop the interview to tell you about our good friends at my bookie. Football season has started. My favorite time of the year because I love to gamble on football. It makes watching football so much fun. It's my like literally I just love 
watching football, and I love it even more when I got money on the line. And no matter where you are right now, what state, what country, you can get in on the action. It's winning season. Go to my bookie, sign up for a new account, register, and get that double deposit bonus using the promo code bootleg. Now, let me tell you what that means. That means when you go to my bookie, let's say you make a $250 deposit using the promo code bootleg, you'll have $500 to gamble with. That's right. They're going to double your fucking money right now. They got the prop builder. You could bet on uh, whether or not, I don't know, will Matthew Stafford throw for three touchdowns? Will Kyler Murray rush for a touchdown? You could put all those on one thing and secure the motherfucking bag, all right? Get online with your boy. Let's get this money together. My bookie, go sign up with that promo code bootleg and double your deposit right now. Go register. Talk about uh, this new record, obviously, taking the old school. Was it easy to get the sample cleared? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, corrupt my brother. I, I know Baby S. I know Battle Cat. Yeah. It's Easy that, layup to get it clear. Them, them them, that's family. And if they don't clear no records, I'm... You just knock on the door. Yeah, I'll be at their house. I also run into Peaceful. Corrupt. I feel like I run into Corrupt more than anyone else. I just be at Hooters. I be at just wherever I'm at, I feel like Corrupt somehow is there at the same time. Corrupt is one of my favorite rappers. Oh, for sure. Top five. No, no, Streets no. is a mother, one of my favorite albums ever. Top top five. Streets is a mother is crazy. Top five. They're calling out names. Come on, man. Come on, man. See, See, that is like... Come on, man. That's legendary. That's legendary for me, for the city. That's legendary. It's, and it's a lot of other legendary guys that never made it as big as Corrupt did, but still was staples in the city that you probably never heard of, like the relatives. I know about the relatives. Okay. Come on, man. The East Siders. Come on. Trace. I'm just saying, but a lot of people don't know about these these individuals, huh? Yeah, you know both what I'm saying? The, bo- both the East Siders albums were crazy. Come on, man. See, I grew up off that type of music and be brazy. Mm-hmm. A legend. I'm talking about where I come from. Legend. You know what I'm saying? Figaro Rider Gang. Like I grew up off that type of. Like I was in the streets. Do you uh like for you? Do you kind of feel like the same way? Like those guys didn't get the love. Maybe like the. Do you feel like you're kind of in that same position for your era? Listen, I come from a hood that's most hated. First and foremost, Mm -hmm. we the only bloods in this little community, and we most hated. You know what I'm saying? So just where I come from. We beef with everybody. It's no, it's no control. We beef with everybody, and just off that vibe. Now, me being a man and building my own relationships, like my relationships are crazy. So, me being a man, but it's a lot of niggas that don't give me my just due. Just where I come, where I come just from. Just because of where you're from. Just from where I'm from, they be like, "Nope, well, I don't want to hear it." Fuck her, nigga. Woo, woo, woo. And that's just it is what it is. And people, a lot of people are like, nah, Joe Moses really nigga got bars. He really can flow. And he really talking a real story. A lot of these niggas is fabricating. Right. You meet artists that that you know a lot of artists be fabricating in their music. I've really been a prison, and that don't make me a, a bigger person or a tougher person, but my stories are authentic in one thousand. A lot of people just rapping. It's a lot of rapping. Rapping to rap. Just rapping to rap. Speaking of that, what were your thoughts coming from the culture here in LA, when you see this Quando Rondo kid go on Instagram and say that dropping his flag. he's dropping his flag, I felt like it's usually not that easy, right? Man, shit don't work like that. Shit, man, you born in this shit. Fuck you talking about dropping your flag. Man, get off the internet, get off the internet, and go do what you need to do. And I'm talking about anybody that think this game banging and shit is easy, man. Listen, ain't nobody bigger than the program. See, the fact is you get money, you think you're bigger than the program. You're not. You still got rules and regulations that you got to go by. It's still somebody that I got to answer to regardless if I got millions. 
Right, and he's not even he's not from here. So yeah. I think he probably don't even understand like what he really signed up for. You don't know what you signed up. And that's the problem with these artists when people be like, Oh well, oh well, six nine, he ain't this, he didn't know. Man, that man was caught. Man, listen, you know what you signed up for. Take it on the chin, get in the field, and get ready. Like that's why I don't I don't come here and say because the fans ain't they gonna be like Joe Moses still promoting gang banging and no, I'm just not. I'm just telling you the real. Yeah. I know what I signed up for every day when I walk outside. Right. If I go to a restaurant and eat with my family and somebody see me over there, I know what I signed up for. Hey, Joe, hey man, this nigga Joe Moses up here eating with his family. Come up here, like it, that shit like that happens. So you got to be prepared for everything that you signed up for. Yeah. And I know what when I'm coaching football, bro. I'm I'm I, I know what I signed up for. I just can't be. Just forgetful of what happened in my past and like, oh, I'm just coaching football and nobody won't come and be sitting down the street and waiting for me to pull off and, and, and bust 12 shots into my car and try to kill me. Like, bro, you have to know what you signed up for. This shit, I don't think people really understand what they're trying to rap and they're trying to be from a section and they think they get money and they think they're bigger than a program. Ain't no man bigger than a program. Like, nobody's bigger than a program. I don't care if you got 30 million. Bro, you're not bigger than the program, bro. You still got to answer to somebody. It's still little homies over there that's making sure that you're able to still come over here. So what you gonna do? And I don't. And I'm. And not to say it like that. I don't even associate myself with with negativity. I associate myself with all positivity first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? But I know what I signed up for. I love my homies. Win, lose, or draw. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to come up here and talk bad about my homies in my section. I'm never going to be like, oh, I got money and them niggas can't. I love my homies. Like, at certain points in my life, sometimes I just separate myself and just do my own thing. That don't mean I don't love my hood. Right. I love my homies. That just mean I'm just, oh, I'm on my grind. I'm on my grizzy. I'm on my game. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to make it, make it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be having businesses. I'm trying to make it like... Puffy like Jay Z. I'm not trying to be nobody. You're trying to halfway else. make it or like neighborhood make it or LA I'm not, make it. I'm not like trying. Nah. To, I'm trying to be worldwide successful. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying owning my own liquor and, and doing my own thing. And, and 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 I say a person that made it that a person won't even look look at too. Like we we say Jay Z and we say Puffy. Right. I'm trying to make it like Snoop. I'm trying to make it like E40. E40 got his own E40's liquor. Killing it. He's got his own liquor. He's got his own ice cream. He has his own. Lumpia Company. Come on, bro. He's got... Like, I just don't look up to... His I own just, wine. He's got the fucking turf burritos. I just don't look up to them staples because, like I say, I was born and raised where 9 to 5 was special. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got their lane of, of how you're supposed to do stuff. My grandfather who worked, like, I still look up to him. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't got to have be successful and have a job. And, I mean, we're making million dollars for me not to look at you. Taking care of your family is successful for me. 100%. And that's my main... That's my main goal. You know what I'm saying? Are there any uh, mistakes that you feel like you said earlier that you guys laid the groundwork for a lot of the new generation with some of the mistakes you made? What were those mistakes you feel like you made throughout your music career that you'd look back on and be like, damn? My pride. My pride. um, Being upset, getting myself upset. I made a lot of mistakes, you know what I'm saying? Even with, with, you know, Mustard. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, me and Mustard ain't talked to years and that's my brother. I always wish him nothing but success. You know what I'm saying? But, I can talk about it now because, like I say, it's always going to be my brother. I love him, and it ain't no issues. What was your no guys' original falling it, out? It wasn't no, it wasn't no falling out. I just, I just was, I just was in my, in my pride, and I'm a man to admit, like when I'm wrong and talking to the wrong people, you know what I'm saying, and, and people keeping it stirred up, and I'm like, fuck it, and he trying to like have conversations, and I'm like, nah, nigga, and in the wrist, like, bro, like, why are you so upset? 
Like, you know what I'm saying? This shit is business at the end of the day. Keep that shit going and keep that shit successful. And it fucked up a lot of relationships dealing with my pride. Mm. Dealing with pride and and dealing with younger artists. Like, I, I had one take J. Them was, them was my guys. Them was around me. We played basketball for months and months at a time. And, Great guy. And dealing with my pride, like, he like, big bro, what should I do? I'm, I'm taking a... Uh, they they want a meeting with me and I'm like nigga you going beside me trying to do a meeting woo and I just cut him off and like shit like that dealing with my pride is like fuck me up in a lot of situations where it's like bro why you so why you so upset like get it together and now that I'm older I can admit my faults and say Joe Moses have made a lot of mistakes dealing with pride what do you think because a lot of people it takes like some sort of I mean I've had a, I used to you know, pride used to get in the way of a lot of shit. I used to look at other people and what they were doing and make make it feel some type of way about what I had going yeah. on. Or like you said, like I'd be like, man, fuck them. Like, or I used to really give a fuck if like somebody went to like the other person's radio show. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I don't care about none of this shit no more. I'm like, bro, I'm doing me. There's enough money for everybody. But I feel you like, was there something that happened that like Really made you kind of reevaluate that shit. This is like life is too short. Losing DJ, uh, losing DJ official, mm-hmm. losing my father, losing my uncle. I lost about since pandemic. I lost about nineteen people. You know what I'm saying? Losing people. I don't want to lose my friends. Like you know, we might not see eye to eye every day, but losing my friends on something that's not even important. I've lost real people to me to the left and to the right, and I'm looking. I'll be like, damn, I don't have nobody. Crazy. Like I don't like I don't have my father. Like that's that's a big thing for me not being having nobody to talk to. Sometimes right. I need guidance. Right. So I got my my godfather, you. You know, I call him and make conversations to him. I got my football friends, I got my homies. You but, ever talk about going to therapy? Nah. I well, never You I should, never, man. Yeah. Hey, because look, you're the head of your household. No, 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 no. You're no, a leader no. for so many people, but who do you have to nah, talk nah, to? No, 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 that's facts. See, see, I'm not I'm not afraid of it, and I'm not, I'm not against it like you know what i'm saying like i've talked to somebody it was like maybe joe you need to go to therapy you've lost it's so much and you, and you bundle this shit all in it's not it's not a bad it's just thing someone to talk to. and we have to stop that narrative too thinking that in our black homes thinking that you know that's that's because that's what goes on in black home we don't need no motherfucking therapy you don't yeah, need to go saw, talk to nobody yeah. ain't nothing wrong with your punk ass <laughs> trust me they say that's not just black homes <laughs> My white trash home as well. <laughs> That's sure. something that we go through. My motherfucking dad needs therapy. That motherfucker would never go though. Nah, I, I, I've got so much bottled in, bro, and people really don't understand. Like, I deal with a lot of issues and a lot of problems, and I sometimes I look up and I don't have nobody to help me with nothing. Have you ever tried mushrooms? Nah, that I, shit might change your life. I might go Even shoot better. up. Nigga. Nah, I might, nah, nah, nah. I don't I might, listen to cheeseburger. Don't I, listen might, to him. I might look at niggas as roaches. You See, might nah, turn that's into a misconception. A misconception. Nope, that's not true. That's not true. However you feel, it's is therapeutic. You feel. It's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. They actually they they're pushing for uh, psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in mushrooms. They're pushing for psilocybin uh, therapy. Joe Biden's trying to get it legalized in the next two years. It's already legal in Portland. Like in Portland, you go to psychiatrists and they'll put you, like they'll give you psilocybin in a dose and then work with you through your, it's, it's, trust me, do some research. It's not, if you eat a ton of anything, you're going to trip balls, but like, trust me, shrooms is the fucking future, man. I've been hearing it. It is the future. I've been in a gang of studio sessions with some big artists. And you saw like, Meek Mill just tweeted about it. Yeah, but yeah. I've been, I've been in some big producers and big artists with niggas like, hey, y'all. Let's get off these mushrooms and make these beats. And I'm like, fuck that. I ain't doing none of that shit. I ain't, because I fuck around and kill all you niggas in this motherfucker. <laughs> no, I can't control, I can't would, even control weed. But 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 
it's a little more controllable. Like eating eating weed is dangerous. Yeah. If you eat weed too much, it's fucked. If you eat too much mushrooms, you're just gonna change your life in a positive way. Don't listen to him. He has no idea what he's saying. He's a he's a <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate y'all watching, but listen, our partners at Blue Chew, they got you handled, fellas, and et ceteras. Whatever you are, they got it. If you got a dick, Blue Chew is for you because they will make sure your dick performs at all-time levels. I mean, like, LeBron, his first three seasons with the Heat-type levels. I mean, your wife will thank you for it. Everybody will thank you for it. Shit, even if you just take a Blue Chew and jerk your dick, it's a, it's a stronger jerk. I swear to God, stronger cock jerk for sure. You're going to be beating your dick like it stole something. So what you got to do is go to bluechew.com right now. Use the promo code bootleg right now, and you're going to get your first month free. And this is the great thing about Blue Chew. The same active ingredients as Viagra and as Cialis, but uh, you don't got to go to the doctor's office. Yeah, who wants to go hang out at the doctor's office and be like, hey, doc, you got some cock pills for me? Nobody wants to do that. No, you sign up at Blue Chew, use the promo code bootleg, and you're getting your first month delivered to your door in discreet packaging. I'm telling you, you're going to thank me later. All right. If you've gotten Blue Chew already, just DM me. Tell me, just, just DM me. No photos. Just tell me how, you know, let me just tell you, it's fucking amazing. Our producer, Cyrus's dad, he's 70, took the Blue Chew. He's fucking just beating down all the senior citizen pussy available in Arizona right now. So go to bluechew.com, use that promo code bootleg, or just hit the link in the description of this video. Let's get back to the interview. Um, you know, I, I always wanted to know this. Um, a song like Paranoid comes out. Yeah. The label puts B.O.B. on it. Yeah. You're on the original. Yeah. At the time, I'm sure you felt some type of way, but like... I didn't talk me... to Ty for months behind that shit. Yeah, tell me what happened there because I remember like having the OG version of my Serato and then obviously the version that the label works because B.O.B. was on fire as a label mate. You know, mm -hmm. again, back to the music business. I didn't fuck with Ty for that. And Ty is my brother. Yes, you know, I didn't course. fuck with him. I'm like, nigga, I showed up to the video shoot like thinking it was our video shoot and it was B.O.B. there. I'm like... I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? That's interesting. Pussy ass, nigga. Well, that's how me and Ty talk to yeah. each other, but that's my brother, though. Don't get it fucked up. But I'm like, nigga. You guys look like you could also literally be brothers. Yeah, that's yeah. my. That's really my brother. I was with him last night. Like, I don't give a fuck what he do. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what he got going on. That's a situation I had to get over, too. Mm -hmm. And then I just got so much respect for LA Radio, DJ E-Man. I got so much love for just different people at Power and and Philly. They like they played that version. They like, man, Joe Moses version better. Yeah. We're gonna play. True. We sticking behind Joe Moses. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when people think I'm taking shots at TI, I'm like, nah, I'm not taking shots, but that was bullshit. I shouldn't say something like that about a man's wife. You know what I'm saying? And I've I'm older to admit that now. I mean, listen. I was just rapping, though. You were just rapping, and sometimes when you're just rapping, you just be saying some shit. I was just talking. Everybody listening to my music, they, they, they hear I say all type of shit. So I was just rapping. It wasn't no shot at T.I. Like, I was just rapping. And it's like not like you knew T.I. at the time. Mm -mm. Yeah. I was just rapping, bro. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't personal. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thought it was personal. Everybody like, oh, you taking shots at T.I.? I'm like, what? T.I. is one of my favorite. Clever Ur shit. Urban Legend is one of my favorite albums Great in the album. world. Great album. Like, what you talking about? Like, could, could be his best album. It's best. Is that one or trap music? Come on. Both. It's one of those two. You know what I'm saying? Like, trap music, hey, let's get away. Let's get a room on the other side of town. Urban Legend, like he ASAP. Gotta, yeah. ASAP. He got to get his kids together, man. That one kid is fucking turned up. He don't got to do nothing, man. Blue I like leg. how he spoke. Yeah. No, I like how he spoke on it, though. You know what he said? He yeah. said, 
I gave him all the game I could give him. And, it's up to him now. He's going to have to go to jail and, or something. And my daddy told me the same, same exact shit. thing. You know where I went? To prison. A it's level like, yo, four yard. Just because you grew up a certain way, you can't coddle like a kid. I like how T.I. responded to all the backlash because he was like, yo, like, yo, I... I told him everything I could tell him. It's on him now. So you got all these motherfuckers on the internet that's 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 focused on what we doing in life. Really, Instagram, you should be charging these motherfuckers a fucking a monthly fee to be able to say all this negative shit to us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We should charge on Instagram. If you want to see my life, motherfucker, I should be able to charge you to see my life. They have that. It's called OnlyFans. Yeah, but I'm talking about my real I'm talking about on this Instagram shit. Right. If that life technically you can do that on IG now. Yeah. The you can uh you people can subscribe to your page uh for like exclusive content that only goes to your subscribers on IG. So technically not my porns. Your what? <laughs> That's OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans, you can run it up. Not my porns. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh I don't think IG's letting that fly. Twitter though, Twitter, you could do anything flies on Twitter. Twitter's I, Twitter's had, a dark place. I ain't had I ain't had Twitter in, in like two years, man. Yeah, my wife recently went through my Twitter followers, uh, people I was following, and she uh, she wasn't happy. She erased it. Well, she was just like, "Who did I marry? Why is everyone you follow have XXX in their bio?" And I was <laughs> like, uh, "I've had Twitter since '09, babe." <laughs> who did I, who it used did to be I marry? bro. It used to be dangerous when I would like open my laptop, yeah, and like Twitter'd be up. I yeah. can't like. I unfollowed all the porn bitches, but it used to just be smut. My whole timeline was just fucked up porn. Just yeah. like, I f- would just follow my favorite porn stars, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. It's a great Who, place. Who's your favorite artist right now? Artist? Like, who's your favorite like that's artist? that's new? Yeah, from the city. I really like the Siete kid a lot. That's my guy. He came up here and like we had a dope convo. I think he's got potential to make like some really big records. He got a good head on the shoulders, man. He does. And I really like Rucci. That's my little brother. Rucci to me has uh he's he's dope. I think his personality is great. He just walks around with a bong and will just like light up a bong, like a big bong. Like, like you know, like most people don't travel with a bong. They'll be like, I got back. No, this motherfucker has a four foot bong with him at all times. I love Rucci. I think Rucci's fire. Them 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 Joe Moses kids though. You know how everybody got their section of kids. Right. Rucci, Lil Deuce. Them Deuce them, is dope. Them 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 Joe Moses kids. Like them them kids that listen to Joe Moses and and came up to be somebody in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So them is my them is my babies right there. When I when I mean by that, them I love, is my I kids. love one take. I mean, you mentioned one take J. One take J is dope. I love yeah, his that's energy. That's little bro. Uh, one take J. One take Quan the whole one take. I used to have him around me for months. I used to take him to the clubs. Like hey, yeah, Chike is dope. Um, them was all supposed to be NWB artists. And in reality, we did a whole mixtape, and I wanted to sign them. I just didn't have my business and shit right, right at that time. Well, I did a whole tape with them. Um, I mean, Blue Bucks is dope. I like Ramble. I try to sign Blue Bucks too. They tell yeah. you they signed with Louis Tate. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? And Louis Tate doing his thing out love the blue. Bino, him and Bino. Love Blast. Yeah, yeah. And um, ain't no. I'm, I'm for the city, man. I ain't going against nothing in the city. Period. Point blank. I don't got nothing bad to say about nobody in the city. I'm for the city, and I stand on that. I never get on this shit and. and, and, and on, on a platform and, and disrespect nobody in the city. Game just dropped this album. I'm happy Game dropped this album. I'm Airplane ha- James is dope. Who? Airplane. Airplane. He's dope. He's a f- Oh, three, yeah, five, okay. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is three. But I, I, he been around, though. He's, yeah, he's been around, but I mean, he's been he's been doing his thing lately. Yeah, uh, yeah man. I mean, I like, I mean, there's a kid named Bravo the Bag Chaser that's a Mexican rapper that's pretty hard for my I mess with him. 
He's cool. He um, going on. He going on tour with somebody. Him hey, and AJ Chike. Chike. Yeah, yeah. Chike's they're going on a little joint. Now tour. I had AJ. Listen, a, I had AZ a, AZ Sway. Mm-hmm. I had him around me, 2011, 2012. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I, like that, 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 he was supposed to be my artist, 2012. I was going crazy with him taking this record. I had Chris Brown and Ty Dollar Sign on his remix of his song. Yeah. And we just he just went off and did his own thing. But I've been I've been a I've been one of the biggest ANRs in the city. Mm-hmm. I've been one of the guys that come get all the youth. Like, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, I got the remix with, with Zoe Osama. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? You got a high record. Come on, gotta keep it going. Hundred percent. Who else on your album? You told me Gunner's on the album. Ish. What's up? So Gunner is on the album, but I took him off. You took him off? Yeah. Because just the just the my brother and you know what I'm saying I already had his blessings four years ago on the, on the records him and Thug I just took him off because I'm like I'm so man I'm so like above it and I and I don't want nobody to feel like I'm using that situation like he to help your music to man. help my music nah bro they're my brothers you know what I'm saying like I got a, I got songs with them. Right, right, right. When they get out, we're going to put our music out. You know what I'm saying? And they will get out. You know what I'm saying? It feels like that they should get out because I feel like what people aren't really, uh, not to be in the business of like their case or anything, but what I think people have a misconception is that it's a, a Georgia State Rico. Not a Fed Rico. It's not yet, at least. But the Fed Rico is the one where it's like, uh, yeah. Yo. So, so, so. So if it's, it's the state of Georgia and it's that lady, that, that prosecutor from that county yeah. that put together the Rico case. So it's not. Not saying that it's not serious. It's obviously very serious, but you would hope that like you know things will get cleared up. Yeah. So, man, you know, listen, man, you can't. Police are fucking crazy though. The fact that they're, I, I'm glad that California is at least a safe haven for artists to speak freely in their music because I think they just passed that out here where you can't fuck with people off of song lyrics. Come on, man. We're talking about art. Yeah, but sometimes your art can turn into another person's reality. So you got to watch what you say in the in these music. Sometimes, well, you, I was about to say, would you? Because would you advise that? Because I feel like artists who we know are probably certain types of individuals. You listen to the music and you're like, "Damn, it sounds like you're snitching on yourself." Loki. Yeah, like, no, it's not. It, it, it some some people are snitching. Like some people are dry, dry. You gotta on their self. Yeah, you gotta watch what you say in this shit. So, like I say, it's shit that I signed up for. It's like I know I gotta watch what I say in this. It's shit. It's like certain shit. You just, I'm just like, yo, I'm a factor where I come from. So it's like, little Joe, I'm not, I'm not speaking. I'm speaking all Joe Moses times. I ain't know no little Joe times because little Joe was a different type of individual. Somebody else who uh, is a function guy who somehow, when I was first moving to LA had stunt doubles because he was at every nightclub all at the same time. Someone you grew up with, AD. Yeah, that's my kid. Uh, I know that you, you guys are, say that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I know you guys you grew up at each other's family's houses. and I raised him, my kid. How proud are you to see him do his thing and like his personality is like... Uh, I hate AD. Well, I, me too. <laughs> no, really, I just hate his teeth. I love AD. <laughs> that motherfucker got them. He got no problem eating court on the car. I love AD because so, he's he's... He's he's turning to somebody that's consistent on his passion and what he want to do and, and his it, character. I feel like he's 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 being in the position he's in. It's easy for him to do it. Like he's done zero fuck shit. He don't have no flaw character in him. He's a even great when guy, I want, even when I want to be mad at him, like he like Joe's still my big bro. So fuck y'all. I don't give a fuck. Ooh, and whatever we go AD's through. AD's a great guy, man. Nah, AD. Listen, and I'm telling you that right here on Bootleg Kev. I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Genesis. I'm proud of Pun. Um, I'm proud of 
um, a lot of people that came a part of our situation um, that was that was around with us. AV, I'm proud of AV. AV's dope. Yeah, man. I'm proud of AV. AV you know to me is like similar to you in terms of like y'all just got slappers. Yeah, like when AV drops some shit, he know what he's doing. He, I, I ain't like. Yeah, a lot of people. He don't keep, get enough respect for a sure. A lot of people keep him out the conversation. You know what I'm saying? But AV, I, I definitely deal with A. I mean, I definitely deal with AV for us. Like, like AV was one of them guys where it was like you couldn't go to a function where they wasn't playing Joe Moses, YG, and AV. Yeah, Money Dance was a club. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Money and I'm Dance. talking. I'm talking about 2008, 2009, for sure. 2010. For sure. You couldn't like people. People come up here and don't speak reality. You couldn't go to a function and they wasn't playing Joe Moses, uh, uh, uh. AV, YG, and who else? Um, who else? Who else was the little dude that uh that was from Long Beach? Tay F Third. Tay F Third. Tay F Third. They was playing Tay F Third back then. Problem. Problem. You know what I'm saying? A problem run. But that was that was after us though. The Welcome to Molly World. Now nah, see that. Well, he see, just celebrated the 10 year yeah. anniversary of. No, that was. But but also people forget problem was around then. Problem was around yet. No, no, bro. Problem had what's the name back then? He had um, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. Yeah, he had before he had that. That was like oh oh eight oh nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm talking about when we was doing that. Problem had I'm I'm fucked up. Yeah, so he I'm was already up he early. was already on a bigger stage than us. Yeah, yeah. Problem. He was already traveling. It, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he was yeah, already yeah. traveling, going around the world on yeah. a bigger stage than us. You know, I'm talking about in the basements, uh, in them parties, in them basements. Yeah. Remember yeah, uh, yeah. the Thai song All Star? That was my shit. Yeah, that was yeah. That shit was a classic. Yeah. We was really in a dungeon. I'm talking about in the dungeons. In them dungeon functions. You know dungeon what I'm functions. Them dungeon functions where it's hot, you gotta take your shirt off. Everybody in there freaking mm. when you hear uh uh T shirt and my panties come on and then YG relax come on. Oh, it used to go crazy. I used to tell Ty, bro, you don't see how these women treat you. I wish I can sing. He used to sing "Relax" and the girls. He'd be like, "Oh my god!" I used to be like, "Wow, this is crazy, bro!" Like we we really superstars and really don't know it. I used to perform at bar mitzvahs, Jesus, backyard functions, like? backyard boogies. I used bar to mitzvah bags everywhere. gotta be wonderful, bro. I perform everywhere. I was Joe Moses everywhere, bro, and it, it had a lot to do with me just showing up, even when I know we wasn't invited as my hood. Right. We used to just show up. We gotta stop the interview. Tell you about our partners at Odd Socks. Well, first of all. Let's check out the brand new collab. Look at these. The bootleg Kev sock. You see my pink ass face on those fucking socks? Nobody wants to buy those. We're going to figure out a way to give them away, though. Uh, but look, Odd Socks the most comfortable socks in the world. Um, and the best thing about Odd Socks is they're our family, man. I've been rocking with these guys for about 10 years now, and I will not wear anything else on my feet. Like, I swear to God, I'm about to take my shoe off. I'm about to take... Look, what is this? Smells great, too. That's an odd sock right there. That's an odd sock basic. You know what I'm saying? We fuck with odd socks. You should too. They got the crazy licenses. We're talking about Nickelodeon. Shout out to Patrick. Motherfucking Cheez-Its. Baywatch. How about macaroni underwear? Look at these boys right here. Let's just crack these motherfuckers open real quick. What do we got in here? Come on, man. Yeah, a little Pop-Tart underwear. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are the Odd Socks basics, all right? So if you go to the website right now, order you some underwear, order you some socks, use the promo code BOOTLEGKEV. That's one word all together, BOOTLEGKEV, and you will save 20% off at checkout. 
Go to oddsocksofficial.com. One more time, that's oddsocksofficial.com. Promo code bootlegkev, and you will save 20% off your order. Of course, we're presented by Odd Socks, and we are proud to say so. All right, let's get back to the interview. Real quick, uh, give me the story behind the title of the project. From Nothing to Something Full is just legendary. It's really my life coming from nothing to something, you know, jumping out here, you know, straight from prison, jumping into the booth and really becoming some successful big Y and Wacko always believed, you know what I'm saying? Um, my team believing in me. And I, that's just the whole story. My dad always used to tell me, bro, you got a son, you got a from nothing to some story. Like mm. you always gonna be the guy that's from nothing to some. Like my celly in prison, lonely man used to be like, bro, from nothing to some, little Joe. When you get out, you are gonna become somebody. So I really take that shit serious. It's like, it's like my longevity is is not heading straight to space. It's just floating in the sky and then going to space. A lot of these kids go straight to space and then they get lost in the, sauce. Lost in the sauce and then they got to come back down to earth. I've been, just, I've been the most consistent. You should, They should give me the award for just the most consistent these last couple of years. I've had hit songs, hit records, and I've put out the most consistent records over the years. And I'm still here dealing with all the young guys. I'm still here to watch Blue Bucks. I'm still here to watch Blast. I'm still right. here to watch Kalen. I'm so proud of Kalen. Kalen's killing it. You know and he's saying? also, you mentioned earlier, he's got a great head on his shoulders. Great dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wally. I'm so proud of all these artists I've seen that I've seen from a long time. And now I get to like be the big homie and get to give them game. Like, okay, bro, boom, 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 do this. And they still respect me. Like, damn, Joe about to drop an album. That shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's future type shit. Just not on a bigger scale. Future's no, just on a future's on a bigger scale. You know what I'm saying? Like future's still around. He was around with the Dungeon family. Thinking about it. No, I I always like whenever I interview Future, that's the first thing I'm be like, yo, tell me about your Dungeon family yeah. days. Because people don't realize Future has Dungeon family tatted on his fucking oh, forearms. And that's my brother. One thing about Future Mo, he'd be so hot at me. You know, I don't want to in in the interview like that. He'd be so mad at me. Like, what you doing? Like, bro, you taking too many breaks. Like, you got to stay on it, bro. I'm on it this time. Good. Well, I got, got the got right 70, team. You say you got seventy missiles ready. I, I got seventy missiles. Got DJ new. Cheeseburger got missiles. He gonna drop, and then my artist C4 gonna drop. He got the whole thing coming out with London on the track. We just did a joint venture with him, and he's Fire. happy. Me and London, shout out to my brother London, man. You know, I love you. We've been down since we was with Waka Flocka and Gucci, man. He's a ghost. He's a goat. London. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't a goat yet. I'm a baby goat. Baby, yo, you could be a baby goat like Luca. Luca's a baby goat. Luca what? Luca Donkic from the Mavericks. That's a baby goat. Baby goat. Yeah, I'm a baby goat. I'll take that. <laughs> there it is, man. You already know what's up, man. Joe Moses, my guy. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Boom. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.